0: I'm Amy Eddings. Thanks so much for tuning in. It's WNYC's Financial 411, our take on the economic news of the day. And the big news today is that the head of the International Monetary Fund, Dominique Strauss-Kahn, remains in police custody after a criminal court judge in Manhattan denied him bail, citing concerns that he'd flee the country. Strauss-Kahn is accused of sexually assaulting a hotel maid at the Sofitel in Midtown. He faces seven counts of sexual assault and unlawful imprisonment. Some charges carry maximum sentences of 25 years. But while this story is dominating the news cycle today, we are going to start instead with another one that probably would have led the 411, the debt limit. WNYC's business editor Charlie Herman is here. Charlie, we did it. We hit the $14.3 trillion borrowing limit. Treasury Secretary Mm -hmm. Tim Geithner says he will will immediately stop investing in two government pension plans so that the federal government has a little more wiggle room and doesn't default. Now, lawmakers on both sides of the aisle in Congress uh, and folks in the White House have been meeting, talking, but are we any closer to resolving this issue?
1: It it doesn't appear that we are. I mean, what we're seeing is a much broader debate that's happening on debt in general, on spending and on tax How do we want to spend in the future? Should there be tax increases? The Republicans are really calling for major reforms to entitlement programs like Medicare and Social Security and other programs, while the Democrats, most of them or many of them, are saying they want a clean bill, that they just want to simply pass this bill, increase the debt limit. But really, the deadline now is August 2nd. That could change depending on how much tax revenue comes into the government, but the clock is ticking.
0: What happens if no deal is reached by this later deadline?
1: Well, it's a little bit of uncharted territory. I mean, the Treasury Secretary has been been very emphatic that there would be enormous economic consequences. There were all these sort of after effects from Lehman Brothers filing for bankruptcy that no one anticipated. That's kind of the worry that there could be things that happened that we're not even aware of.
0: And circling back to the story about Dominique Strauss Kahn, beyond the specifics of what happened in the hotel room and what will happen in court, could there be some sort of economic fallout from this? Well,
1: it's a pretty stunning event, and it's, it, we're still trying to understand this a bit. I mean, if you look today, Portugal actually received $110 billion in part from the the IMF, And so this instability at the top of the IMF is very important. We don't really know how this is going to play out. And that's, that's the worry is what will this do going forward, especially with Europe still having so much problems with its debt.
0: Finally, we're starting a new series on the 411 called New York Works. I understand you told reporters you wanted them to look at jobs that aren't necessarily unique to New York City, but are made more special or significant precisely because they're here. Tell me more.
1: Well, I was really trying to tap into this vitality and energy in New York, this idea that a lot of people come here for their careers. And like the song says, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. So while these jobs may not be unique, you may find them in other cities. It's a unique kind of success.
0: For our first story, reporter Tracy Samuelson goes behind the red velvet curtain to meet a dancer with the American Ballet Theater. All right, let's walk through this. Let's
2: it sounds so glamorous. Ballerina. One, Very few two, people can one, claim it as a job three, title four. and Kelly Boyd yeah, is one of them. But she says most people are skeptical when she tells them what she does for a living.
3: People are usually a little bit shocked when I say what I do. A lot of people don't think you can make money dancing, which is lovely that we can here in New York City.
2: Boyd is a member of the prestigious American Ballet Theater. It's easily one of the country's top two companies. All right, can we try that with music? Today, she's rehearsing a section of Sleeping Beauty for the spring season at the Metropolitan Opera. Right now, she's putting in 45-hour weeks with classes and rehearsals. Once performances start, that'll jump to nearly 70. Boyd's been dancing since she was three and decided to pursue it professionally at 11. Now she's been in the company's corps de ballet for nearly a decade. That's a long time in ballerina years, and she's mostly in the background, more like a backup singer than the lead. But that's just fine by her.
3: The fact that I knew that I wasn't going to be on that promotion track, um, I'm just very content because I got to where I wanted to be, and I'm just kind of going on the ride as long as they'll have me, (laughs) so...
2: After all, Boyd is one of only
3: 90 dancers
2: with the American Ballet Theater this season, and there are maybe half a dozen or so other companies in the country that operate on a similar level. Those are long odds for a dancer, and competition
3: is stiff. My first performances with the company, I got goosebumps. I was only standing on stage. I wasn't even moving yet. That feeling is just, you know, ten times. It's just totally heightened when you're on the Met stage, because that it's one of the... The great stages of the world. And even though Boyd is comfortable in the job now, there's no coasting in ballet. We strive for this unattainable perfection on a daily basis, and so I, I joke all the time that if I attain that, I'm just quitting. <laughs> so that's it, I'm walking out, So, but it hasn't happened yet.
0: The head's there, and then you're going to just tollie back for the bow. Okay, can we try that?
2: For WNYC, I'm Tracy so, Samuelson. I'm
0: Get the 411 as a podcast. Just go to WNYC.org. This is WNYC.